Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom, evening people of God. I believe you are all doing well. Shalom, evening everybody. Shalom, evening everybody. I believe you are all doing well. Wow. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Wow. God bless you, my son, Dr. Cruz. God bless you, Jerry. Papa Rosie. God bless you. Yes, and God bless you. By the special grace of God, I'm also doing well. God bless everybody. And keep all of you strong and mighty, even in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. I want to welcome everybody to this evening's session of the prophetic training. I believe that the Lord has appointed this wonderful day to be a great blessing to our lives. And I believe strongly that the light of God's word will enter into our hearts and into our minds and build us up even for the assignment that is ahead of us. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. All right, all right, all right. God bless you. God bless you. You want to tap the share button and invite all your friends and loved ones. Tell them it's time to delve deep into the matters of the Spirit. The gracious Lord is going to open the door.
doors and even the portals of the spirit realm unto us in the mighty name of the lord jesus we shall experience the flow of the light of god's word in the name of the lord jesus in the name of the lord jesus get ready we are lifting a prayer mighty one of israel we give you glory and the honor we exalt you for such a time as this in your presence in the mighty name of the lord jesus we pray O oh god that your presence will dwell with us this evening for we know and believe that this day was appointed in the higher heavens even before the foundations of the world that such a time as this your presence will dwell with us your spirit will move around us and build us according to the assignment that you have given to us for this reason we have come before your everlasting throne even to receive mercy in our mortal bodies that we will get the ability and the energy to walk even in the presence of spirits we pray mighty god that the right hand of your empowerment will come upon us in the name of the lord jesus if there is any part of our lives that we are weak that will cause us not to receive even of your mercy we pray mighty god that you show us grace once again in the name of the lord jesus lift us up even from the ground and let our feet even be moved on the clouds of heaven in the mighty name of the lord jesus we pray that this evening you will open the eyes of our understanding cause us to know things that are hidden from man's eyes cause us to behold cause us to understand cause us to come to the place of the shekinah glory where we know as we are known in the mighty name of the lord jesus do this to bring glory to yourself even in jesus precious mighty name amen hallelujah 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 god bless you the lord just said to me to tell you that your favor has arrived your favor has arrived you understand what the lord is talking about the lord has shown you mercy hallelujah wow glory to jesus glory to jesus glory to jesus hallelujah hallelujah all right people of god it's been a while it's been a while we met here to talk about the things of the spirit we started um a series on the architecture of angels and due to one or two assignments i've not been able to continue but we are here by god's grace to um, delve deeper into other dimensions and i believe strongly that the gracious lord will help us and show us mercy in the mighty name of the lord jesus amen hallelujah all right um for the next five to ten minutes I want to open the platform for questions. Anybody with a question about the angelic? If there is any question that you have about the angelic, we are going to um, talk about other dimensions. Maybe if you have any question on anything, but not now. Let's um, shift our focus to the angelic so that at least we can get a lot of understanding all right any question 
Okay. There is a papa please in the prophetic. How does angels appear? Okay. Do you see them physically or in your inner mind? Okay. Now let me. Can you all hear me, please? All right, great. That's a very wonderful question. Now, let me explain it this way. Angels don't appear physically in the prophetic. Angels don't appear physically. You know, the way I understand what physical is, is as in when the person appears before you, everybody is seeing the person. That is what a physical manifestation is all about. If something appears in the physical, everything that is physical and has eyes to see in the physical can see it. Are you getting the picture? So if the prophet is the only one seeing the angel and other physical beings there as the prophet are not seeing, then that being did not appear physically. Because anything that appears physically, you can see with your eyes, you can smell it with your nose. You can hear it with your ears. Sometimes you can taste it with your tongue and you can touch it with your hands. Anything that appears in the physical, the five senses of the physical can also pick that particular thing. So there are certain beings when they appear, no matter the matter, you will not see them, even though they are physical. But you have to taste them. It is actually based on how they manifested. Are you getting the picture? Good. But in the prophetic, angels don't manifest physically. They manifest in the spirit realm. When I say spirit realm, just as you said, the mind's eye. But there is a higher dimension of the mind's eye. You know, when you go into the human mind, the human mind has a dimension known as the eye. It is actually called the mirror or the screen of the mind. The screen of the mind. It is like a digital camera. When you open the digital camera where they actually fix the lens, there is a particular glass mirror-like substance in it. And it is that one that will reflect light on the lens so that the lens can focus on that which it is looking at i don't know if you can understand what i'm talking about okay you relax let me just make it simple in your mind there is a dimension of your mind that can enable you to see beyond the physical your physical eyes can help you see physically but even that one these your eyeballs don't allow you to see but your eyeballs are just um you see through them you don't see with them are you getting the picture so when you that is why you can pluck the eyeballs of somebody and they can still see there is what we call a sense so the human body has five senses five senses and these five senses actually enables the human being to engage with things so when it comes to you seeing physically 
You don't need an eyeball before you can see. All you need is the sense of sight. So it is actually your sight that you see with. Just that the reflection of the seeing is in the eyeballs. Are you getting what I'm saying? Did you all get that? Good. So that is what you need to understand. In your mind, there is what we call the mind's eye. The mind's eye actually is in dimensions. It's not just one thing. There are dimensions of the mind's eye. The mind's eye. So when you go into the mind, there are dimensions of its eyes. There is a dimension of the mind's eye that is called imagination that you can use to look into things beyond the physical. But it is not everything that connects to the mind's eye that is imaginative. There are dimensions of the mind, the mind's eye you don't need to imagine. The thing will, will come from an external light so that you can see. Imagination is when you are trying to use your, a, a part of your mind's eye to decode or look into things by the will of your, of your heart. But when it comes to, I believe you can all hear me, is the network okay? Good, good. So, imagination is a deliberate act. But there's a dimension of the eyes of your mind that you can't, that you can't deliberately look with that. A certain external source of light must reflect on it. Then it will illuminate it to see. Are you getting the picture? That is why in the prophetic there is a dimension of the prophetic that is imaginative and there is a dimension of the prophetic that is not. If the Holy Ghost does not shine the light of another realm onto that part of your eyes, you can't see into that realm. So there is an extent to which your imaginative eye can get to and there is an extent where the Holy Ghost has to take over. Now, with this understanding, you will know you can even see an angel with your imagination. But you can also see an angel after the Holy Ghost opens a dimension of your eyes to see. Are you getting the picture? This one is taking me somewhere, but I'm trying to let you under. Anybody that tells you that your imagination is... is you need to, There is what we call sanctified imagination. That is why if you want to go in the prophetic, one of the things you need to learn is that you pray every day, not less than an hour, that God should cleanse your imagination with his blood. Sanctify your imagination. I'm telling you, because there are some of us, everything we imagine is negative. Negative. And we are, it, it's not helping us. 
If you want to start imagination in the godly dimension, start through the scriptures. So when you are reading the book of First Samuel, chapter this, verse this, imagine the scene on your eyes. Imagine how the angel will look like. Imagine how Samuel is, is lying in the church. Imagine these things. It helps you. It helps you. And one of the things that will stop or distort your imagination is actually things you watch with your eyes. Because everything you are watching with your eyes will go back into the screen of your mind. Which beginning is the imagination. It will go to this. That is why you can watch something for a long time. The moment you close your eyes, you begin to see the same pictures. As long as it can take a while before that thing is gone. So if you want to go in the prophetic, you have to be very mindful of the things you watch with your eyes. That is why the devil has lined this pornographic attack against seers. Because he knows that before you can enter into a dimension where the Holy Ghost will illuminate your eyes with light from different realms, you have to pass through the imaginative process. So if he destroys your imagination, he's destroying your prophetic gift to descend into other dimensions of the spirit. So you need to be very, very careful on that side. Yes, almost 90% of young seers have issues with pornography. Almost 90%. Almost 90%. It is a, a, Jezebelic, a Jezebelic attack from the kingdom of darkness. Yes. <laughs> I'm telling you, a serious attack from the kingdom of darkness. That, so a young prophet hmm, that is now growing to become a, a mighty prophet, a mighty seer, because he has been watching pornography for a long time, Anytime he sees a lady physically, and if this man had not engaged himself into these practices, when a young prophet sees a, a, a lady, there is a, the first thing that will drop in his mind is to look into the heart of the woman, of, of the lady. But this time around, when the one that has engaged him, him or herself in these things. The moment he sets eyes on a lady, then memories of pornographic pictures will start dropping in his mind. Immediately, he is shifted from seeing into the path of God for the lady's life or looking into the heart of the lady to tell her what God wants for her and what God does not want into a realm of thinking sensually. You see, so his focus will now gaze upon the bottles and how it has been shaped. All these are demonic calculations to stop people from experiencing God. So as often, angels appear in the spirit realm not in physic in the physical yes they appear in the but you know one of the things you have to understand is that there is there are levels in prophetic visions yes somebody can see an angel in a vision i can also see an angel in a vision but the vision i am having will be much more deeper than what the other one is having that's why if you if you, if you have um i think i have a message on the seeing eyes go to that and come in fact, you will be so blessed that that in fact basically there are 12 
levels of spiritual sight. Twelve levels of spiritual sight. Five of these twelve levels are in the mind, but the other seven is from the spirit. So you can be very prophetic to a point, and everything you'll be using is in your mind. That is why psychological people are very sharp. They can decode a lot of things. They are psychological people, though, but they can pick a lot of things through their mind's eye. Some of them have sharpened their imaginations to a point where anything they imagine about you is true. They might think it is prophecy, but they have built themselves up. So when they tell you, you will believe it, and it is true too. Yes. All those five pairs, you can, you can go to an extent. But to a dimension where the Spirit will lift you and take you to places, when angels will carry you to realms, that one, it, it, it is actually in the hands of the Spirit, not in your mind. Yes. But there is even an imaginative power in your mind at the faith level of your eyes mm, that you can look at something and move the thing with your imagination a lot of people do that they can they, you see a cup will be on a table they'll be sitting close to the table look at the they'll look at the cup with a certain dimension of eyes and as they are shifting their eyeballs to the right side the cup will be moving some of these things are not spirits they are mind Yes, they are there. It is not demonic. You see, believers, we tag everything demonic. That's why we are not growing. We tag everything demonic until we are not growing. I'm telling you. So things that we were supposed to walk into, we have tagged them demonic. So other people are using it. You see? Getting out of your body to explore in the realms of the spirit for God's purpose was something that God designed for humanity. But we, are, we have tagged them evil, so witches are using it. So witches will get out of their bodies and go and do evil. So we have tagged them like that. Huh? May the Lord help us. Those of angelic um, activities in the prophetic is actually not physical, but um, they appear in spirit form in a way that your eyes have been opened to see. Yes. So based on the level of the opening of your eye, you will pick that angelic being. Yeah. If I try to go deep on that side, your message in Abeg Jina Hong Someone said, how do you know the flashes we have is angelic now anytime you begin to see flashes of light check the atmosphere around you and the atmosphere of your mind and heart because the presence of angels come with a lot of things a lot of things and sometimes the particular angel that is trying to manifest himself to you will determine what you will experience 
and it's also how that's that angelic being is manifesting will determine how you experience things so there are people when an angel when they begin to see flashes of light anytime you are seeing flashes of light and you are very afraid as if something negative is about to happen to you it is not god's angel that has appeared are you getting the picture good so when you begin to see these flashes of light check the season or let me say the time was it the time you were praying was it a time you were worship and most of the time they appear when you are in worship yes when you are in worship or maybe after that you know that this one is an angelic being and mostly when they appear all of a sudden this kind of joy fills your heart it looks like everything is okay with you good these are manifestation of angels that's how they appear you need to learn these things many of us have been experiencing this for a long time and we still don't you know um, ascribe these manifestations to angelic presence we don't do that because we don't even understand So when you begin to see these things, what should you do? Can I can I give you one secret? All right. I mean, my secret back. These secrets in fan chessa. Hallelujah. One of the things an angel taught me was that. We don't dare spirits. Are you with me? We don't dare them. If you dare spirits, they will manifest. I don't know if you are getting what I'm saying. Like this. If you know you are strong, if you know you, you see how we, we normally speak. You see those kind of things. If you know you are this, if you know you are God's angel and you have come, why are you trying to hide manifest Ah, if you do that, they will, they will manifest. But when they are manifesting, you have to also learn that they manifest in different ways. So you need to know. I'm telling you, when I learned this secret, oh, anything I pick as an angelic manifestation that I don't understand, I will dare the angel. Acha three days. Acha. And I don't just dare it once. Every day I'll dare. <laughs> if you if you know, why are you why are you hiding yourself? Manifest yourself. Manifest. Manifest. Spirits don't like that. Even the, the kingdom of darkness, they know this one. They know they just don't want anybody to think that they are they are so weak. You see that thing? We are bema to one bomb. Ah to them they think that if they don't throw the stone at you, it means they are weak. They will manifest themselves. And this is very um 
it is kind of known especially in the demonic dimensions they will manifest right now yes and when they are manifesting it is actually you see everything boils down to how you have built your spiritual senses yes because when somebody your eyes have not even been open to the second degree you want to dare an angel to appear when he appears he knows that your eyes cannot see him no matter how he lowers himself down to the level of your eyes you can't see him so he will pick a certain sense of yours that is very sharpened in picking his presence and it can be your sense of smell so that some of you it is only when you smell something that you will know that ah, there's a presence here it is only when you sense a certain heaviness that you know that there's a presence here because your eyes have not been open to see certain dimensions are you getting the picture Someone said, please, I hope it's not scary. That is the reason why many of you two are not encountering angelic beings. Fear. Fear. Fear is the reason why. Fear is the reason why most of us. There is nothing that sucks um, in, in spirits from us than fear. You will suck over palm, over Uh-huh. So you see, so you need to actually fight this one. I was told was now fight it, fight with fear and defeat it. Because you cannot walk with spirits if you are very very fearsome. You 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 will not experience anything. You will just be experiencing tiny tiny things. But if you want to walk in dimensions of God. And get ready. Yes, it takes serious courage. I'm telling you. Some of you get a, a certain dream that somebody was chasing you. Wake up, you'll be sweating all over, panting like a dog. Hey! You are the same person you want to see in Archangel Michael. <laughs> Don't know what you are talking about. <laughs> So you see, yeah, that is why I always say that Omahaya, I'm telling you, Omahaya Papa. In the times of old, when you look at the times of Peter and those, the apostolic age, the first century church, my dear, angels were manifest. Jesus Christ. An angel will manifest with light around his body, and it is not in a vision, it is physical. Physical. We burn a demon physically. It, no, 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 no. You don't get it. I'm telling you, somebody was knocking at the door. The, a young girl went to check. It was Peter, and the people say, "Oh, it's not Peter. It might be his angel." Hey, so they knew that Peter's angel can knock the door. They will hear physically. They can open the door. He will be standing in front of them. They can talk to him. Peter's angel. So what happened to us? What happened to us? See, right now when you look at the, the Bible, 
all the books that speaks of angelic visitations, all those kind of things, they're taking them out of the Bible. You don't find the book of Enoch in the Bible again. So they have left raw things that people are just, what kind of thing is that? They will pick scriptures and instead of us to go into the depth of the scriptures, we try to use some normal um, moral lesson. If you read the Bible, somebody will ask you, what is the moral lesson you got from this verse? What is wrong with you? Moral lesson. Moral lesson. Do you know what the Bible is about? Apostle Raja, God bless you. Shalom, I hope everything is fine. Huh? Do you know what the Bible is about? So you go to church. What is the moral lesson that you got from today's moral lesson? Moral lesson. If you want to work with God, and you are so... <laughs> you, let, me, you, let me pause. Because we, eh, that is why we have become like this. Oh. Hmm. So you read the Bible that Elijah called down fire. Huh? To consume altars that were wet with water and everything. They poured waters on the, on the altar. And Elijah called down fire to come and consume it. And the only thing that the pastor could see and decipher from that is any water that has destroyed your life, the fire of God is coming to clear it off. Then they will shout, Amen! Ah! How did we get here? Is that the only thing you caught from that verse? Do you know what happened to Elijah when he was carried by the chariot? Do you know? Do you know what is a chariot? The Bible speaks of the chariot of God. What is God's chariot? You don't even know. You don't know. And you don't want to know. Because business now open say too poor. No Huh? That your marriage, so young ladies, they say, the BBI is about marriage. The life is about marriage. So when the guy says it's over, she go and kill herself. You go and meet God. You, you go and meet God. May the Lord help his people in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Let me take the last question. I believe we are all getting what I. I said. Alright, great. I think somebody asked the question. Maybe I didn't see. I beg. If you asked the question and I did not see, kindly um, send it back. somebody asked the question like that how do you hear the voice of god <laughs> I'm, I'm calm i'm calm my calming power but our churches are not helping us i'm telling you that is why i always tell you if you want to work with god the church you attend matters with the church you attend i saw a certain banner and they have written life is all about eternity heaven or hell 
Life is all about where you go when you die. Oh, how did we get here? How? Is that what the Bible says? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, not heaven and hell. We have reduced, you see, so we don't know anything. That is why these worldly people that have entered into occultism, they laugh at us. Almost say a papa. We are fooling about no power, nothing. You don't want, you see, you want to have a relationship with the spirit. God is spiritual. He has called you to walk with him. And you are not serious. You can't sacrifice. Oh, that is why we are like this. I'm telling you, that is why we are like this. Somebody is looking for money taking. Money taking. They say, go and bring your mother, your ex-girlfriend, 18 people. He has killed all of them. Just to work with the spirit for money, keke, only money. He knows he will die early, but he did it. God said, Walk before me and be perfect. You don't want perfection. Do you know what it means to be perfect? That a man will come to a place and natural laws have no rulership and dominion over his life. That you can decide your day, your night, on your own by power. That you don't need a car to travel. You don't need an aeroplane to travel. What? What? Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That you can talk to the owner of the universe. Not in a vision. But he's standing right in front of you. There are men as I'm talking to you. Jesus will walk into their rooms. Physically. They will sit with Jesus and talk. Dine with him. Jesus is eating with people. Physically. Would they be there and be bringing out doctrines. And be saying nonsense. No, there's no Jesus in it. Some, some people, some churches are even saying there are no prophets in our days. If you are prophesying, you are using mind games. And they are Christians. They are Christians. Christians. So the giftings of the spirit are dead. When the apostles died, that was when the giftings ended. So there are no manifestation of gifts. And you even see people in church, when they don't have the ability to see in the spirit realm, they start speaking against those that see. And everything you go to church, I'm seeing the spirit, I'm seeing the spirit, I'm not seeing anything. It's a lie. This, this is a lie. Is this? Hey! And you expect, oh... There is something wrong with the church. The body of Christ is sick. I'm telling you. Doctrinal differences. We don't even know that we are serving one Christ. Huh? So a church will go to another church for evangelism and win souls from that church to their, to their church. <laughs> hey, Jesus Christ. Whilst the armed robbers and the weed smokers are still there. You see one somebody trying to lure another man to get out of his church to his church. So transplantation of church members instead of evangelism. That's what we are doing. How did we get it? So no power in the church. No power. No power. We don't even pray. I don't want to go on the side of prayer crowd because we change the whole system. 
May the Lord help us and have mercy on us. Right now, everybody is. Hey, ah, may the Lord help you. <laughs> hey! Some of somebody can say, Why are you praying like that? Yeah, you are talking to your father. You are talking to your father and you are shouting. Hey, where did we learn that thing from? Do you know prayer? Do you know? Where have you gotten to in the things of the spirit? Who told you it is all prayer that we are talking to the father? Who told you? Do you know dimensions of prayer? Do you know? That when men are in travail, huh? When God is using the spirit of one man to save a town, you don't know about it. It is not about talking to Father anymore. Do you know what it means? There is a man that a burden will be upon him. Look at the way you are struggling. You can't sleep. You can't sleep like a normal person. Because when you sleep, things will start going wrong. And you want to, you want to rise up and pray. You want to pray, Lord, Lord, put you are mad. You are mad. There, there is a certain energy that will, will fire up in your soul. You can't be talking like that. Because at that point, you are not talking to the Father to do anything. No. You are exercising authority over evil things. The way Jesus woke up from sleep, and the Bible said he commanded that peace be still. Why didn't why didn't you talk to the oh peace? Oh, why didn't you so can we be cool? Sure, he there. So when people are traveling in prayer, paya, 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 paya. He said it is a lazy prayer. You are calling this a lazy prayer. May the Lord have mercy on all of us and help us with understanding. I'm telling you. You see, let me say this, child of God. <laughs> if you know prayer, you will know that, the, that you know the reason why the devil is against prayer. If you know prayer, the basic dimension of prayer that we have, there are levels and realms. Oh, Jesus. I've always realized this. I remember an angel appeared to me some time ago and when he was teaching me something, he said, the reason why we don't see power in our church is that we have timed the Holy Ghost. See? When we come to church, we are in a hurry for two hours to go. Two hours! We are in a hurry. You continue to remember eight hours, nine hours, twelve hours, and you just come and spend two hours with God, and you want your life to be God. Your life will be your work because what you spend more of your time with, you become. You become God, you become your work. I'm telling you the truth. We don't see any power because we have time the Holy Ghost. And you see, we go around uh, and we want to. Want, want the Holy Ghost to use two hours to do everything that he, he has planned to do. Who are you? Who are you to time God? Who are you? 
the one that exists above time, the one that eternity came out of. You want to give him two hours. You, you are giving God two hours. May the Lord cause us to repent. I said, may the Lord cause us to repent. You go to certain, certain churches, they have, ayah. Pastor, you are supposed to preach for 15 minutes. And you have, you have written what you are supposed to say to you. me. I, I, I won't do that. You will sack me from that. I won't. I'm telling you. We lift a prayer topic. And they are telling us. Let me, let me tell you something. If you want to see God, God is not a fast food <laughs> vendor. Huh? God is not a fast food vendor. That's not how God works. What God is looking for is your heart. And when you are praying, before you can get to a point where you are praying a heartfelt prayer, now we tremble one hour 30 minutes. Listen to me carefully. The Bible said, the heartfelt and continued prayer of a righteous man maketh tremendous power available. The heart felt, the heart felt and continued. You have prayed for two minutes and you want the blind eyes to open. Thank you. the Lord help us. God is looking for your heart in everything, in prayer, in cooking, in everything you do. He's looking for your heart. And the, the heart is called the hidden man, the hidden man of the spirit. The hidden man of the spirit is your heart. So your heart actually is hidden. So you need to open doors and open doors and open doors before you open the door of your heart unto God. And that one starts in prayer. So before you can get to your heart and give it to God, that is why you can pray and get to a point where it looks like you are now starting, you don't want to end. It is when you pray and pray and pray to a certain height that it looks like you have now entered into a dimension where you want to pray more. That is when you have actually added your heart to the prayer. All those things you were doing in the beginning, you were just joking. I'm telling you. You were just joking. And that is what we normally do in church. Five minutes, paya, paya, paya. Five minutes. We want to see the power of God. It won't happen. It is the man that has always been praying for three hours, two hours. Things will be activated because he spent time praying for long. That is why in our churches, it is only the prophet that is highly esteemed. Even though it is good to honor the prophet. But if the prophet does not speak, nobody has the ability to pick signals from the spirit anymore. Because we don't have time to pray before God for long. He needs our time. May the Lord help his church in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right, people of God, may the Lord help us in Jesus' mighty name. Now, 
let me take you to a certain height small then we Can you all hear me, please? All right, great. Now, let me take you to a certain dimension um, for all of us to understand this. Is it okay now? Good, good, good. We bless God. Bless God. So we all know, um, according to our teaching on the architecture of angels, how God made angels and the elements that God used to make angels. We understood that God used fire and wind to create his angels. And we also came to a point of understanding that there are angels that were made with pure fire and there are angelic beings that were also made with pure wind. And there are those that were made with a combination of both. So based on the element that God used to create the angelic being, will determine the assignment and the weight of the glory that that angelic being will carry. Do we all understand that? Amazing. That's great. That's great. We also understood that angels are spirits. They are spirits. And when we speak of spirits, we are not only talking of wind. We are talking of beings that have shape. There are spirits that have bodies. But their bodies are not physical bodies. Because our physical bodies, the reason why we have this physical body is because of the element that God used to make it. So God used a certain element to create the bodies of the angels so their bodies are not like our own even though they have bodies so almost 60 to 70 percent of angelic beings that i have seen in the prophetic when i'm looking at them they are transparent i can look at the angel you'll be standing in front of a person and i'm still seeing the person through the angel Yes, so they are like glass that you can look through and see what is behind and you can still look at the glass. That is how their bodies are like. And because of how their bodies are like, they are able to manifest or, let me say, reflect light. Are you following? Good. Now, what I also want us to understand is that not all spirit beings are angelic beings. Let me take you to heaven. Not all the spirit beings in heaven are angelic beings. But sometimes we don't know how, we don't have um, enough words to explain these things for people to understand. That is why we call all of them angels. But when you go to the heaven, it is not like that at all. And if you really want to understand how spirit beings operate in heaven, you need to know that not all of them are angels. So the Bible makes mention of the seraphim. They are not angels. They are not angels. The Bible makes mention also of the cherubim. They are not angels. 
The Bible makes mention of the orphaning. Orphaning. I will go there. They are not angels. So now, these beings have their names. So when we read the book of Ezekiel, chapter 1, verse 10, Ezekiel had a vision. He said, I saw visions of God. Not visions from God, visions of God. Which means what Ezekiel was actually seeing was dimensions of God. And the Lord opened his eyes, he began to see the seraphim. They are known as the burning ones. And the word seraph also means a fiery serpent. A serpent that is on fire. Or a serpent that was made with fire. These ones, they burn. And they are the ones that guard the, the, the throne, the fire dimension of God. And he also spoke of the four living creatures, known as the cherubim. He described them and what they do. And he spoke about a certain wheel. He spoke about wheels. These wheels, the Bible said, according to Ezekiel's vision, he said, wherever the wheels will go, the cherubim will also go. Because the spirit of the cherubim is in the wheels. And those wheels are known as the orphans. They are beings. They are not just wheels, Keke. They are beings. They are spiritual beings. They are known as orphans. Are you getting the picture? Good. The orphans. If you have the... Um, The My Sword Bible, you can even check. Yes, you can even check in the book of Ezekiel, chapter 1, verse 15. The word wheel, that I saw a wheel on the earth beside the living creatures one for each of the four of them that word will if you check there it is the word often often and often actually speaks of a singular a singular dimension of the orphaning because in hebrew any word that has i am at the end means it is plural so the plural form of words in hebrew is when I am is added to it. So seraphim speaks of dimension like spirit beings. So if you, if you write seraph, it means we are talking of a singular um, being, one. But seraphim speaks that they are plenty. Cherub is one. Cherubim means they are plenty. Orphan is one. Orphanim means they are plenty. And they all have assignments. They are not angels. That is why Ezekiel made it clear. These ones, I saw them, they are living creatures. And they have a lot to talk about the seraphim, a lot to talk about the cherubim, a lot to talk about the oath. By the time we are done with this teaching, some of you would love to go and stay in heaven and not come back. Hallelujah. But today, I want to talk to you about a particular being in heaven that I love. <laughs> 
my God. Now, when you go to heaven, when you go to heaven, when you go getting close to the abode where God is sitting on his throne as a king, you have to pass through the halls, the what we call halls of the heavens. Halls. The reason why it is a hall is that it houses particular beings. Are you following? Good. So there are 12 halls before you get to the throne of God. 12 halls. And each of the halls has angels, angelic beings that dwells there. And they also have one mighty angel that watches over the hall. This is when you, are, you have already entered heaven and you have seen God's throne and you want to go. You start by entering into each hall. And each hall you enter determines the beings that you encounter and what you will learn. So it is in each of these halls, you get to a hall. There is a hall known as the seventh hall. The seventh hall. The seventh the seventh hall is where these archangels dwell. Now, when you move beyond the seventh hall and go to the eighth hall, there are beings that dwell there also. It is in the tenth hall that these cherubim dwell. Then in the eleventh hall that you find the dwelling place of the seraphim. Who are very close. So God is actually in the 12th dimension. If I say it this way, you will not understand. But the Lord will help us. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Now, there is an angel that God is standing in front of the 12th hall. The one that you enter and you meet God face to face. There is an angel standing at the entrance of the 12th hall. He is known as the prince of the presence of God. The prince of the presence of God. The prince of the presence of God. He has many names. But as I keep on, you understand who this being is. His name is Metatron. Right? It's M-E-T-A-T-R-O-N. Are you getting it? Did you all get the name? 
I said the name is Metatron. M-E-T-A-T-R-O-N. I'm going to take my time to explain some few things for us to understand. Now, Metatron is a strong and mighty being in the very presence of God. Listen to me carefully. Nobody can go to the very presence of God except passing through Metatron. Now, Metatron has been made by God in a way that if you want to come to the very presence of God, you, ha- you have to be turned into Him before you can stand in the presence of God. Hmm. I don't know if I get in the picture I'm, I'm, I'm creating. Okay, let's say this. Before you can meet the vice chancellor, you have to wear white, white. So now, that white, white is actually Metatron. So before you can go before the very presence of God, you have to come to a point where you and Metatron, there is no difference between you. Because the only thing that can stand in the very presence of God is Metatron. So if anything wants to stand before God's presence, it must be fashioned in a way as Metatron. I'm going somewhere. Exactly. So even Enoch, our forefather Enoch, before he could stand before the very presence of God, he was changed into Metatron. So a lot of people actually believe that Enoch is the Metatron. But Metatron is a being standing is actually a symbol of the presence of God. And when I go deep, you understand, you know who this person is. It is actually in Metatron that God accepts everybody. (laughs) It is in Metatron that God accepts. Once you become like Him, you have become the one that God wants. My God. So the question is, then who who at all is this Metatron? That for God to accept you, you have to be like him. You have to be, in fact, your entire journey to the presence of God, the highest point you can get to is to become like Metatron. Then you can be accepted. So the question is, who is this being? Who can help us? 
exactly, exactly, and exactly. <laughs> Hallelujah. May the Lord help us. Okay, let me let me help us with something small. If you go to heaven, Metatron is actually the one that is standing in the place of God and in the place of God's acceptability. For God to accept anything, that thing must be in line with the nature. Of Metatron. There are so many names that this being has in the heavens. Yes. He has so many names. There many people don't know his name Metatron. And he gives that name for a purpose. Because there is one thing you have to understand. How many of us remember when I was talking about angels, I made us understand that the angels have numbers. Good. And I told us that the numbers of angels, exactly, God bless you, my son. The numbers of angels speaks of the number of times they can transform themselves. good now all the transformations that an angelic being can manifest into has a specific name and a specific character don't forget that one so if an angel can manifest in different dimensions for 25 times it means that angel will have 25 names basically and 25 different ways of appearance so based on the kind of appearance that the angel will manifest to a person will determine the name and the character of that angelic being so the bible said even the devil he can transform himself into an angel of light when you see Satan as an angel of light, you will never think it is him. But when he comes into another dimension as Lucifer, that one too is different. When he comes to the other dimension as Satan, <laughs> so we need to learn all these things. So when you go into the heavens, there is no angelic being that is higher than Metatron. No angelic being, no spiritual being in heaven is higher than him, except the one seated on the throne. what about death oh death is small before metatron 
in fact god used another dimension of metatron to conquer death and that dimension of metatron is life so if you know the person that said i am the way the truth and the life no one goes to the father except by through me you can't go to the father without becoming me first so you have to first come into me you'll be you'll be changed and you receive my name then the father can receive you <laughs> so according to jewish history metatron was the one that led the children of israel in the wilderness <laughs> Metatron was the one that led the children of Israel in the wilderness according to Jewish history. He was a priest, he was a king, everything son. And according to Jewish history, Metatron is the one that stands in the presence of the Lord on behalf of humanity. If you look at this one, we are actually putting Metatron in the place of the Lord Jesus. Are you all following? You need this. Maybe very soon some of you start encountering angelic beings and you need this knowledge. When an angel appears before you and says, I am Metatron, you can just decode whether the angel is lying or not. Great. Now, it is actually Metatron that will lead you into every other thing in the heavens before you meet the Father. Every spirit being in the heavens listens to Metatron. When the Father speaks from his throne, it is amplified through Megatron to all the beings. Let's understand this one. Metatron is the one that controls what we call the chariot of God. When we say the chariot of God, this one, I've loved it. Can you all hear me? We'll talk about the chariot of God. That teaching, I'm going to do that, God willing, next month. And there's a reason why. Can you all hear me, please? 
All right, good. So now, what I was saying that Metatron is the one that controls. He controls what we call the chariot of God. Someone said, "So Metatron is not Enoch, as some people say." You see where they? That's why I said this. People said they are actually saying that Metatron is Enoch because Enoch was transformed into Metatron before he could come before the presence of the Lord. So it is like when you believe in the Lord Jesus, He's the Son of God. You have also become the Son of God. Are you Jesus? You are not. But you are in his dimension so that you can come before the very presence of God. That is exactly what happened. So in heaven, Metatron is like a transform a transforming being. You can you have to be transformed into his exact nature before you can enter God's abode. Else you have failed. Someone said, I read from. Can you all hear me, please? Somebody said, I read from a book that some people call Metatron the voice of God. It is possible. He's everything. Everything about God is Metatron. Everything about God. He's the one that reveals God. He reveals God in every way. In every way. All these angelic beings have only specific dimensions of God. Revealing God, but the only dimension of God, the only dimension, the only thing that can manifest God in all dimensions is Metatron, and that is why, according to God, it is when somebody becomes the very nature of Metatron that he can be accepted in all the house of God, in all the house of God. Now, his nature as Metatron, he looks different from the nature that we all know as the Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> but may the Lord help all of us. Some of you still can't, you, you can't get what I'm saying. Can you all hear me, please? Great. So now, we also need to understand that it, it is only God that can call Metatron an angel. Only God that can call Metatron an angel. Because he is actually the only messenger of God that actually comes to manifest God in all the dimensions of God. Are you following? I'll build on this um, in another session of our teaching. But let me come to this quickly so that we all will have 
understanding. Now, somebody asked the question, I think, um, last two weeks or so. Metatron actually is another manifestation of Christ. You see, one of the reasons why many of us can't understand spiritual things is that we when we call something by name we want it to be like that forever that is human thinking it is not like that in the spirit realm that is why many of us are finding it very difficult to understand who god is are you focused on only You see, and that is that's that's a big problem. That is one of the greatest weakness of humanity. Yes. So what you think this is, you don't want it to change. It does not work like that. So how can Jesus be the Lamb, and at the same time be the priest? Because the assignment of the priest is to kill the Lamb and present the blood to the um mercy seat so he is the lamb and at the same time the priest how, how how is that possible you see in the human sense it is not possible how can you be a lamb and at the same time you are a lion at the same time you said as moses lifted the serpent on the pool in the wilderness so the son of man will be lifted so he was trying to say that i'm also the serpent Are you getting the picture? So you see, human understanding will not actually come to a place where it will fathom this. And that is why we are limited. We just can't think that God is all things. That is why many of you, you find it very difficult to, somebody say, ah, the, the Lord just entered here. Then you start thinking, so who is on the throne right now? <laughs> The Lord Jesus has entered the church. So who is in You see? Them, oh. You see our weakness? So Jesus made a certain profound statement and I love it. He said, nobody has seen God at any time except the Son of Man who is in heaven. And when Jesus was talking, he was on earth. Then nobody has seen God at any time except the Son of Man. He didn't say who was in heaven. He said who is in heaven. So at that time that he was standing with the people, he is in heaven. It is like Elijah walking before King Ahab. And he said, so long as the Lord God of Israel lives, before whom I stand. Meanwhile, he was standing in front of Kenya. But he was saying, I'm standing before God of Israel. You see, it is like the Bible telling you that you are seated in Christ. Very left and right, Christ. You are seated in Christ in heavenly places. Heavenly places. Ow. That is human understanding. It will not let you get any, anywhere. That is why you need to spend time with the Holy Ghost. 
is the one that will teach you the things of the spirit. He will teach you the calculations, how things move in the spirit realm. He will teach you the pathway of the whirlwind. Because if you don't know and understand how well whirlwind moves, you won't understand any spiritual thing. Yeah. Learn this. The Bible said, He that is born of the spirit. As the wind blows, and you don't even know where it is going and where it is coming from, so is a man born of the Spirit. So once you are born of the Holy Ghost, you have become a wind. And that wind is called the whirlwind of God. You need to know your movement, else you, you will not understand spiritual things. Many of us are trying to understand spiritual things with human wisdom, with our brains, <laughs> with logic. Oh no, you have already failed. You have already failed. And most of, let me tell you, the issue is because of the church you are attending. I will say the truth. The church you are attending, the pastor will teach you, give you moral lessons. Moral lessons. I'm not saying they are bad. They are good. But don't feed on them. I'm telling you, if you are always being fed with these things, you will, you will never become a spiritual person. Yeah. I'm telling the truth. No It looks like in the times of in tonight of the apostles, they did not know that hospital was there. It is not hospital is not devilish. God gave men ability to be physicians to the physical body. And the same God gave anointing to men of God to heal sicknesses in the soul and in the physical body. So why is it that you your church there be a hospital at Saint Kwanyeka? Why are they not talking to you about healing? Why? They are robbing you of something eternal. Be very careful. You are not saying don't go to the hospital. You can go. But if you still don't believe that God heals the sick, you have been robbed of something precious in destiny. Tell me. May the Lord help his church and keep all of us strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. So with this understanding, you need to you need to know that not all the spirit beings in heaven are angels. Angels are messengers. They carry God's message. God sends them. But there are beings in heaven. God has never sent them. They are where they stood when God placed them from the beginning of creation. That is where they have stood till now. They have not moved. The assignments have not changed. Are you getting the picture? Good. So there are beings, God will place them somewhere. He does not send them. So when you read the experience of the Garden of Eden, the Bible says, so God placed cherubim 
to guard the way to the tree of life. In fact, all those things that were, were happening were actually in the presence of God. <laughs> Eden actually means God's presence. Eden means a pleasant place. So when Isaiah got into heaven and he saw God, and he remembered all the sinful things he had done, the Bible said, one of the seraphim, seraphim picked coals from the fire and touched the mouth of Isaiah with it. And he said, from today, your great sin has been taken away. So we need to understand some of these things. In fact, when you go to heaven and you make mention of angels, when God is speaking of angels, mostly they are the ones we see in the prophetic. Those beings don't have wings. And they are much more than any other being in the heavens. They are, they are the ministering spirits that minister to the heirs of salvation. Are you getting the picture? So when you read what the Bible says, there are angelic beings, there are beings that God has sent them to minister to man. There are some beings that when God made them, can you all hear me please? Good. In fact, there are beings that God has made that they don't even know that there is a place called earth that exists. They don't know. Where God made them to be, they are focused on the assignment. That is what they are doing. So not all these beings have been sent to man. No, 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 no. no. Put that at the back of your mind, though. There are the Bible said, are they not, are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation? They don't even minister to, they minister for. You know what it means to minister for? It is like I have invited a man of God to come and stand on my altar and minister. So he's ministering for me to the people. Are you getting the picture? Good. These are some of the basic things you need to understand about angels. And it will be of a great help to you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. So we have understood a lot of things about the basic um, teaching on angels. We are going to um, step deep into other dimensions. We will start talking from Metatron. We will now come to the Seraphim. We will now come into the Cherubim. And there, is, there are particular beings also that I will make mention of them before I talk about the Ophanim. Then we go deep into the other dimensions. As the Bible has already declared, that some of them will call them thrones. If you look at the English word, in the King James Bible, you get confused. Thrones, dominions, powers, 
principalities. You might think we are talking about something different, but these are beings. So I'm going to take my time and explain all these things. We now enter into the dimension of the 24 elders. Who are they? And how come the 24 elders manifested? What is their assignment? And if they fail in their assignment, what will happen? The Bible said they cast their crowns. Anybody with a crown in the heavens has a throne. Anybody with a crown in the heavens has a throne. And anybody that has a throne is ruling. So we need to know what these 24 elders are ruling over. And why do they cast their crowns? What does it mean for them to cast their crowns and bow? And as they keep bowing down, casting their crowns and worshipping the one that is seated on the throne, what happens in the heavens? God willing, I'll make time and, and help all of us on that. And maybe on Sunday in the evening. Somebody said, can you, please, can you brief us on cosmology and astrology? I can't brief you. It's a whole message on its own. Yes. It's a whole message on its own. And I think I've, I've, I've touched on that before. Yeah. So, you know, there are people who believe that they can just pick, um, their life and meaning of their lives from how the, the world is made. Someone said, is it bad to study? Oh no, it's not bad. It's not bad. Anybody that tells you that, you see, let me be very plain with you. A lot of people don't get this. People can't balance the word of God. Huh? The Bible said, a wet man who need not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. If you can say that today is um, 10th March 2022, you have actually spoken of astral things. When we, the word astral means stars. If you can give date, you are, you are speaking of the sun, the moon, and the stars. There is no way you can actually make mention of a date without these, these um, lights at work. Are you getting the picture? So we know it is true. When you are born on a specific date, it means that there is something that happened in the sun, that happened in the moon, that happened in the stars the very day you were born. And those things has something to say about the day of your life. Those things are there, we know. Anybody that tells you that is not true is a liar. Listen to me carefully. So how come people can look at your star? Do you know that people can even look at your date of birth and tell you your past, your present and your future? They call it horoscope. 
you get you, the, the moment they get your date of birth, they can tell you things. And some of these things are not demonic. It is a calculation. They study the calculation, they can tell you, they, they can just tell you that. It is not the way God has paid for us to walk. We are our way is the Holy Ghost. We do everything by the Holy Ghost. So there are certain things. You see, a lot of men of God fight against these things. I just don't understand. They tag everything demonic. The fact that God did not tell you to give yourself to it does not mean it is demonic. That is why there are certain good things you can do. They are good things, but it will be bad when it comes to the will of God. You see, traveling to the U.S. to get money and take care of your family, is it a negative thing? But if it is not in the will of God for your life and you do it, it has become bad to your destiny. Meanwhile, it was something good that you wanted to do. So every point in time, you need to know there are good things that are not good for you based on how God has fashioned your destiny. Are you following? And I've taught on this several times. Go to my um, podcast and download some of my messages on that. I think decoding your destiny. I have a message on that. Basically, it will teach you a lot of things. I'm telling you. That is when you will understand that the mother or father that gave birth to you alone can either help your destiny or stop it. Yes. That is why we are all Christians but still, there are some of us we are struggling to marry. Others are finding it very easy to marry. Don't, don't tell me that these things don't matter. Share. We all believe in Jesus. We are all praying some. We are all Christians. But some people, they marry, they divorce. Other people too got married. They have been married for 85 years. They are still married. There are a whole lot of things that must come to play. I'm telling you the truth. When we enter into your soul, there are, there are millions of dimensions we need to handle. The kind of family you have appeared in alone. You see, there are some families, before you appear into the family, there is a declaration. They brought the family under a certain idol and they married everybody, even unborn children, to that spirit. They say, this, every woman that comes in this family is your wife. So, some, you have become a Christian now. But if you want to marry, you start finding it very difficult. Let's say, according to the plan of God, it was in your marriage that you are going to do God's will and your destiny will be highly fulfilled. So if you enter into a family like this, that they have already married you to a spirit, is this one not fighting against the original destiny that God has prepared for you? So the family you have appeared in alone can be a target to your destiny. Don't say I'm a Christian, so oh, not. Yeah, you need to start engaging. I'm telling the truth. Me and my family, they, they declared that nobody will be a man of God. Many years ago, before I came. And this is me. God has called into his vineyard. And the same family now is my better. So, before I even came to the family, there was an attack against my destiny. So, at this point, 
if you become a Christian and you don't stay focused on breaking that evil thing, you will not even become the man of God God has called you to be. And it all is all because of family idols and family altars. Don't let anybody deceive that these things are not there. Once you become a Christian, that is all. Nothing can stop. If there is nothing that is trying to fight you, what do you need the power for? Why did the Holy Ghost come upon you to receive power? For what? What is the purpose of the power? Then you don't even need the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, you don't even need the Holy Ghost to come upon you. Why are we always healing sick people? Why are we always prophesying, seeing what the enemy is plotting against them and setting them free? We were all here. God has delivered a lot of people from accidents through the prophetic. And you're saying you're a Christian. There's nothing. Christians are dying, including pastors. And we are here misbehaving. God has given you the power of the spirit to trample over serpents. If you have the power, it means serpents will be there and scorpions will be there. If there are no scorpions and serpents, you will not need the power. So learn these things. Learn these things. So the church that you attend, what are some of the messages they are feeding you with? Are they making you lazy? If you go to a church and you are always Ex, you, you see, you are always relaxed. Nothing pushes you to yearn more, to sit deep into kingdom things, to, to see angels, to experience the power of the Holy Ghost, to walk in giftings of the Spirit, to do the. You are in a church and you are so relaxed. See, what kind of life is that one? Is that one church? What kind of life is that? When four-year-old children are experiencing angels, you are here. Four years! Some of us want to marry. We don't even know God to an extent. What are you going to teach your children about God? What? What? Sacrifice for your unborn children. Fast. Pray 90 days. Bombay, do you know the people that all these weird smokers and prostitutes that are giving birth plenty? What are they teaching their children? Huh? You see, a Christian that knows God, not prostitute, no, and a life in a young couple being minimum. Wow, 18. It was 18 in that prostitution and armed robbery. Wouldn't they fight the two children that you have and destroy them? Sometimes it's very, very easy. Hey, yeah, say. Christians don't know anything. They just don't have understanding about kingdom. They don't know what kingdom is all about. Let me tell you one thing. One of the assignments of the Islamic world to fight against God's kingdom is they are using human beings. Hmm? These guys will marry. Can you all hear me, please? Yeah. They will marry four, five, three wives. And they give back plenty. We that we have been given the chance to marry only one. What was the name? Don't you know that we are living from a different kingdom? Don't you know? Why do you live your life according to the budget of Ghana? 
you have you are failing you are failing so christians are always condemning and stop saying those things that christians here flourishing i'm telling you that christians here flourishing you have decided not to blame anybody you have taken the responsibility you don't need government work before you can prosper in life you don't need to be on government's payroll before you can prosper why don't you go before god for him to show you what to, to do huh? we have lost you see your life will now be a physical physical and logical life now you live that was as easy if anything we don't understand logically we think it is impossible hey how did we get here may the lord help us in the mighty name of the lord jesus amen god bless you and keep all of you let me take just one question then we close let me take just this last question then we close for this evening let me take this last question we have few minutes to, to close oh nobody has a question wow that's good it means we all understand Okay, someone said, please, that what are the ministry of angels? The, when we say ministry, ministry means service, to serve. When angels are serving, that is what they, that is their ministry. So the role that angels play in the lives of believers is actually a ministry. So, Ministry of angels is not like angels have a church and they have the name of the church and they have a um, singing band. No. Many people, when they hear ministry, that's what they think. If you want to understand what ministry is, join us, God willing, next week, Saturday, on UCC campus for the minister's conference on the 19th of March. I'm telling you, be so blessed. I'm going to pour my heart out and be a blessing. A big vampire. A big vampire. Nobody should eat. Oh, by the deep breath, secrets of our kingdom. You'll be so blessed. I'll tell you hidden things. Hidden things, but God has permitted me to voice out some things and I'll help you. Some people take money for this one. That went to have $500. In partition, went to have $1,000 for this, for this, for this. You are coming for free. Hey, boy, God bless you. And keep all of you strong. So if you know you have the call of God on your life as a minister. When we talk about ministers, it's not only those that are pastors. You can be a minister in church, um, on the financial side, any dimension. Yes, we will stream it live on Zoom. So those of you who are also away from Ghana, you can um, 
Come and say that the place Lucifer at a time beheld the presence of God. That's Metatron 2 and and that's Metatron 2. If he does, it means he has Lucifer's place. No, 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 no. Lucifer. Lucifer did not behold God's presence. What actually happened was that he was just a reflector of, of the light of God. Okay, I think we need to understand what the presence of God is. We have to get a teaching on that one too. So that we all, we all understand the presence of God. Alright, so please don't worry. When the time is getting close, I'll let us know. I'll let all of you know the Zoom ID so that you can get connected. God bless you and keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. If you want to support the work of God, the number is 0240312551. 0240312551. Some of you have never supported God's work. I don't know, man. Ah, you account to Miss Kenya, my beloved. The Lord bless you and keep all of you strong in Jesus. That was just by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, God bless you. We are going to meet this night at exactly 12 a.m. GMT for priesthood time. So please make sure you join us. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. If you are on UCC campus or you live around Cape Coast and Takra Day area, God willing, tomorrow evening we are meeting for our prayer and prophetic service. Don't miss it. Exactly 6.30 p.m. Holy Ghost time at the Emissa Arthur Conference Hall. Come and experience the power of God. The Lord bless you and keep all of you strong. We shall meet this night at exactly 12 a.m. GMT. Keep supporting God's work. God bless you, man of God. Moses Mensa. May the Lord open your eyes and take you into higher dimensions of the Spirit. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. God bless all of you. Keep supporting God's work. We shall meet. Shalom. Bye-bye.